Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the final inspection. 105.7 FM, the fan. Dennis Michelson, Lori Monroe from Race Talk Radio have stopped on by. You know what that means, folks. It's time for your NASCAR fix and Laurie Monroe, can you believe that there's only two more races left in the NASCAR Cup season? I can and I can't. I don't know where the year went and I just am really savoring these last races because this, the way the system is now, this is when things are really, really getting ramped up and antsy. I don't know what we're going to see at Phoenix. It's going to be, it's going to be fisticuffs. I can just about guarantee it. Fisticuffs. What a crazy race at Texas, this new yeah. reconfiguration. The cars were going about 400 miles an hour Oh yeah, into turn one. Nobody could hang on during a restart. It was just all mayhem. But then, after a restart, it was clean air that was all that mattered. Clean air trumped new tires again, and we ended up with single-file racing is somebody at NASCAR going to realize that they've got to make major changes to the aero package? Maybe get rid of that front splitter. Maybe get rid of those side skirts. Try something new. Those side skirts, those confuse me because they almost seem to vary from car to car or maybe from manufacturer to manufacturer. It looks like some are just so, they stick out so far on some and they don't appear to on some other cars unless it's just the way the paint is too like the the color of the car and and whatnot I, I maybe it's an optical illusion have you noticed that yeah i have and they seem to be pulling them out to the maximum amount of pull on the driver's side which i don't yes. understand I, i'm not but sure i get I, the arrow is on this that. It, it obviously it's not illegal it's not obviously illegal they're hitting the track like that but not all, not all the cars are the same though no, they all look like there's a – it's almost like NASCAR is allowing some kind of a variance. And teams yeah. have figured out that this much side skirt pulling gives us better uh, control with our front ends. Maybe it is a manufacturer thing with the noses being slightly different. I don't know. But I'm just thinking rip them off altogether. This reminds me of when NASCAR was so stubborn – that they wanted to stay with that rear wing instead of a spoiler. Yeah. When <laughs> everything that your eyes were showing you were telling you that wing was a bad idea and they still stuck with it way too long. I'm kind of wondering, you know, is it time for the splitter to go? Is that what's really causing all of this arrow tightness is the fact that you've got too much nose down force and, too much of this side skirt thing yank them off i i would just like to see them make a change and do a test and see if it's any better well good luck on that i think the whole thing is nascar probably has 
a new sponsor called Clean Air, and they have to really, you know, just abide by whatever contract they have with Clean Air, wherever Clean Air comes from. Whoever owns it. Who owns Clean Air? I'm not sure, but that's all we hear is Clean Air. Clean Air. Yeah. Clean Air yeah. is leading the way. And I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was Kyle Bush and Clean Air's in the eighteen now. It's it's crazy. <laughs> I, just when I thought I've got it all figured out. But uh Anyway, getting back to the craziness of these last two races, we've got three guys locked in for the championship four at Miami. And just like I like to say chase instead of playoffs, I think I'm going to say final four instead of championship four, just be a renegade. But will we see mayhem to get that last coveted position? Or are we going to have lunch bag letdown on Monday? I don't see how we cannot have mayhem because this entire system is designed so that these guys are desperate. We've seen what happened. We, we saw what happened with Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott. I cannot believe that we won't see something that, you know, just leaves us screaming either in delight because it was such a show or why did this guy do this and then have some other driver being the most hated guy on the face of the earth? I, I expect there's going to be something crazy going on. I don't think it's going to be a payback by, you know, one driver against another. I just think it's going to be it, it, it's going to be a musical chairs type thing. It's going to be every man for himself to get that final spot. And God knows what they're going to do to get it. But it'll be fun to watch. And if somebody has to do something really nasty to get in, do you think that they're going to get a payback at Miami in some sort of way to sort of nullify the nastiness at Phoenix? Or is this just more of the drama that we expect? This is the chance. This is the chance you have to take. Is it worth driving with one eye in the back of your head? I think it probably is because what what's the choice here? Either you make the chase the chase here, I'm the chase too, but it is the chase. What the hell? Either you make the chase doing whatever you can and then possibly get took out by some sort of guy coming back at you at Homestead, or you just lay back and just sit around and drive in circles. I would prefer to be the driver that takes the chance, got to knock someone out of my way to get in there, so be it. At least you will be one of the final four. You know, if you're not in the final four, you do not have a chance of winning the championship. So you got to do whatever you can. You know, just throw caution to the wind. If there's going to be payback, there's going to be payback. You still got to catch them. Unless something bad happens to Brad Keselowski in this race, one of the outside four, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, or Jimmy Johnson has to pull off the win and you're in thing at Phoenix. Of those four, which would you put the most money on? Who's more likely to win to get in of those four guys? Or will we see Brad Keselowski just go out there and win the race and say, see, I can do it too? Well, hopefully the guy who does transfer, you know, you mentioned Brad Keselowski. Hopefully he does do it that way. I think that would be a great thing for him. But the other four guys, you know, Jimmy Johnson, you can sit here and say, oh, they're going to just they're going to crank it up and go to Phoenix and just be that smooth Jimmy Johnson. Just grab it. Well, my God, we would have seen that by now. I just don't think it's going to happen. And Chase Elliott, my God, he's been second how many times? I just don't know. I look at Denny Hamlin. This is a guy who... He's got this killer instinct. I just think he's the guy that can go out there and get the job done. If I could pick 
handpick who I would like to get in. I would love Ryan Blaney, though. This guy is, he's brought the mullet back. He's brought cool back. He reminds me of Tim Richmond, just the way he has yeah. this swagger going. Yep. I love this kid. This kid can drive. And, he, you know, it's just, it would be the best story on earth to see Wood Brothers back there. That would be a great story because also they have been really good at the mile and a half tracks with the exception of a couple here in the playoffs. So I think they would have a chance to actually win. I would love to see the Wood Brothers win again. Absolutely. You know, that would be the the feel-good story. But I agree with you. Of those four guys, the one guy who has shown that he's not shy to put a bumper on somebody to get the job done would be Denny Denny Hamlin. Hamlin. But you know what's going to happen, though? It's going to be one of these deals. It's going to come down to the guy who does not have bad luck. Yeah. Because, you know, bad luck is always uh, just circling in the black cloud. you got to just keep your nose clean. Don't have bad luck as well. All right. So I know neither one of us have been big aficionados of this chase-slash-playoff thing in the past. This is the first year of this new system with carrying over playoff points. Now, assuming we'll never go back to the old-fashioned way of doing it because they love this chase format. They seem to love this this uh, getting it down to four with one race making it all, you know, all that's on the line for one race type of format. The first year of this system, do you like it overall? I like it better the fact that you can have some sort of prize in your back pocket to carry forward with you. This cleaning of the slate and everybody being equal, that to me was such a disservice to the guys who actually had some level of consistency. This brings it back as close to the old system as we've seen in many, many years. To have these bonus points, being able to carry them over, I think is a great thing. And it it is a great incentive, I think, for these guys as well. And I like it, too. Well, folks, it is time to step out, take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be blowing up some NASCAR stills. You're listening to the Final Inspection, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Final Inspection, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Dennis and Laurie on a Saturday afternoon. You know what that means, folks. It's time to get out the old wax of stacks. Or stacks of wax. I don't even know what the hell I'm saying. That's the call to blow up some NASCAR stills. Thanksgiving's coming. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we've got some... (laughs) We've got some great turkeys in mind for you to blow up as well. Lots of turkeys. Yeah, I'm... I'm of the like that I'd like to blow up people that are already playing Christmas music nonstop. Oh, but I'll, yeah, that's s- just a little bit too early. Yeah, Sorry. I'll, yeah, I'll save that one for uh, our uh, non-NASCAR show during the off season. So, <laughs> Laurie Monroe, tell the good folks in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and around the world on the interwebs how the old still-blowing works. Yeah, if something has upset you or me or anyone around the world in the in the week of NASCAR, we're here to blow it up for you. Just like Patrick, who wrote in a couple weeks ago, he says that NASCAR is really, things are just going wrong here. The TV broadcasters dumbing down 
the broadcast to get the new fans who haven't watched NASCAR much. He just doesn't like the way Jeff Burton, Steve Letarte, they say and explain things that everybody knows already. So, you know, he understands that NBC or Fox are trying to get the new fans, but just don't dumb down or over-explain things. And, and I agree with him. That sort of gets old. I'm not really a, yep. a big fan of, of all that type of stuff. Now, my still blowing this week has to do with Matt Kenseth and Carl Edwards. Ooh. And what I don't understand is this whole similar phrasing in the departure of Matt Kenseth, just like Carl Edwards are saying that Matt Kenseth is stepping away from the sport. So basically, I really think there's a room somewhere that somebody has Carl Edwards tied up in, and they're going to grab Kenseth, and they're just <laughs> going to tie him up. Like, what is the stepping away? Stepped away from the sport. NASCAR is sad to say that Matt Kenseth is stepping away. He's not stepping away. There's no place for him. Eric Jones has his ride now. Nobody seems to be coming forward wanting Matt Kenseth, but oh no, he's stepping away. No, he's being forced out for the love of God. Yeah, there have been drivers stepping, stepping away for away. years. You know, Cale uh, Yarbrough is still stepping away from the sport. He could be back away. any day now. Keep flipping the calendar. I don't see Kale anywhere. David Pearson could come back. Stepping you never away. know. If Ryan Blaney goes somewhere else, the Wood Brothers might get Pearson out of retirement. He just stepped away from NASCAR for a couple the of Silver decades. Silver Fox returns. Oh, that's a good one. That's really stepping a good one. away. It's so lame. Stepping away. Stepping, really? Stepping away is a phrase that should be blown up. Just it's uh, like you have a pirate ship and you have the plank and you're forcing someone to walk the plank, but you say, "Oh no, he stepped away." Yeah, he stepped no. away. He stepped away into the <laughs> ocean to be eaten by a bunch of sharks. <laughs> Probably stepped away from something else. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least they're not. Ludicrous. At least they're not stepping in it before they're stepping away. Well, but yeah. that's a whole nother story. All righty. I've got a still blowing and this guy has been getting a lot of attention on the still blowings uh, this year, but I'm going to give him one more time in the spotlight because he irritated me again this past week. Oh, no. And I used to love this guy. He was one of my favorite announcers. In fact, when he was calling the truck races and the ARCA races, I once said this guy is the best in the business right now, and that includes Mike Joy, who I think the world of. But Rick Allen, you deserve it again. Because last week at Texas Motor Speedway, hey, it's okay to have a race that's not exactly the thrill stopper lap by lap for 500 miles. A 500-mile race is not going to be a thrill stopper from the first lap to the last lap. There are going to be somewhat dull moments in the race where guys are just trying to survive. But Rick Allen keeps coming back from commercials and they show like the battle for 16th place. And he's making it sound like it's the championship run. Stenhouse to the high side. He makes the outstanding pass for 15th. Great. Sensational. It's 15th place for God's sakes. Meanwhile, out, out front, you need the Hubble Space Telescope to see first yeah. and second place in the same screen. And he's getting excited about something back in the pack. Look at this. Three wide. 
Every time he says three wide, <laughs> it's two field fillers that are barely hanging on and they can't drive the corner straight if their life depended on it. And then one poor guy that comes up on him and has to pass him at the same time. Three wide! Yeah, you got one guy going 200 miles an hour. The other guys are going 160. It was three wide for a millisecond. Yet you make it sound like it's the most exciting thing that's ever happened in the sport. You know, Rick Allen, when you call every single pass as if it's the greatest move of all time, it stops being important to have a great pass for all time because they all sound the same. And that includes the big thrilling final lap call for a stage win. It's a stage win for cried out loud. The guy didn't win the race. He didn't win the Daytona 500. He didn't win the championship. He won a stinking stage. So stop with the overdramatics already. Stop with the overdramatics? You need to hear yourself, Dennis Michelson. I know. I need to blow I, I, myself up. You're winning up. this just on theatrics. <laughs> I need to blow myself up. I think you need to step away. General Mattis, bring in the bombers, please. Oh. Uh. All right, you, folks. You won hands down just on theatrics. I, I my, throw my hands in the air. I step away. I've always been a Rick Allen fan. I'm learning from the master. All right. In the NASCAR news, the worst kept secret in the NASCAR garage area is out. Lori Monroe, Eric Almarola, he's going to drive the number 10 car for Smithfield <gasps> and Stuart Haas Racing. Oh, my God. That's incredible. I yes. like never knew this would happen. Unbelievable! I, I was well. Just... The thing is, when they announced that, when they made the announcement that they have a big announcement and it's going to be sponsored by Smithfield. Yeah. You know, jeez. Yeah, it was either Larry the Cable Guy or Snot Willard that was getting that ride I because know. they're both Bacon yeah. fans. But or Almarola, Porky Pig. Porky Pig could have gotten the job as well. It's. Yeah. Uh, or Kermit the Frog. He's been around pork for a long time. Also in the NASCAR news, having to do with Tony Stewart racing. How about Tony Stewart could be racing some Xfinity races next year on the road courses? I I had a premonition months ago that we would be seeing Tony Stewart back racing again because he's 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 stepped away from NASCAR. And he's done his other stuff. I think he's got to be getting a bit of an itch. I think he probably is getting bored just sort of watching stuff. He's at the track anyway. Slap a fire suit on the guy. Throw him in an Xfinity car and let him let him do some laps. I, I think it'd be great. Love it. Let him have some fun. Yeah. Let him have some fun. And the road courses, that's Tony's place, man. He'll be great there. He'll He'll win a couple of races next year. Well, how can he not? Also in the NASCAR news, NASCAR, of all the possible former champions they could have for an honorary starter to have their championship race at Homestead Miami Speedway, they've picked Gabby Douglas. Do what? Gabby Douglas, the former Olympic star, is going to be the honorary starter at Homestead Miami Speedway again in a hopes to promote the Olympics for NBC. Yeah, they're sure pimping those Olympics, aren't they? It's crazy. Between the sprinter 
who's there. I'm I'm surprised the Jamaican bobsled team isn't doing NASCAR analysis right now either. Well, give it time. Give it time. To me, the Jamaican bobsled team would be a lot more fitting. The fact that the whole Jeff Bodine bobsled Bodine sled thing has a connection. Yeah, you got a point there. That makes more sense than anything. You got a really good point there. Well, Laurie Monroe, before we wrap things up, who is your pick to win at Pahonix? Well, I'm just going to go ahead with what we discussed, and I'm going to pick Ryan Blaney. Go figure. And I'm going to pick Denny Hamlin for the win. He's going to root. He's going to gouge. He's going to knock somebody out of the way to win. And then he's going to say, I was trying to move him. But he was just trying to win. Thanks for tuning in to the NASCAR segment on the final inspection. 105.7 FM, the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.